0: God is great, and he's better than that. Hey, everyone, this is the Simple Shepherd PG, the Simple Shepherd, and we're so thankful for you being with us here today. No flash, no flair, just faith. Nothing wrong with all those bells and whistles. I just ain't got them. Like us and subscribe. Like us on this channel, like us on Facebook. We've got on our Facebook page, it's The Simple Shepherd, three words, The Simple Shepherd. If you look that up, we've got daily devotions. We've got different things and resources for your help to grow in your faith. And we'd love to hear for you. If you'd like to send me an email, ask a question, or whatever, uh, just email me at pg at pg at thesimpleshepherd.com or look us up on our website as this, at thesimpleshepherd.com. That's www.thesimpleshepherd.com. Man, it's a wonderful day. Let's start off with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We thank you, God. No matter what the situation, circumstances, you're going to deliver us. Thank you, Lord, for taking care of us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen broken broken this world is broken our nation is broken everything is broken we're broken right but what do we do do we quit no you don't quit the things in the world are a mess don't let the things in the world change you but you are on this earth to help change the world by the gospel we forget that It's not to be preachy. It's not to be teachy. It's just to share what God has done in your life. Now, you're there and say, man, I don't even believe in God. I don't even believe in Jesus. Buckle your seatbelts. So let's look at a car. Let's talk about broken, all right? Any of you been around a junkyard? You got two types of cars. You You got a junkyard where it's one that you can pull the pieces off of. Then you have another scrapyard where those that are so badly damaged, they just have to go there because there's nothing else they can do with them. Both of them are cars. Both of them are broken. Now, let's first look at the car that's broken in the shop where you can take the different parts off of. Those at one time were operational. They were somebody's favorite ride. Somebody drove it, somebody rode in it. No doubt. Had gas and it moved. All of them have that in common. All of them have in common. But... Somebody didn't maintain it, or something happened. It just wore out. Now, listen. You might be listening to watch and say, "Man, my body has just worn out." You didn't cause this. You didn't cause all the nonsense we've got going on in the world. Sin did. Your sin and my sin, but we did. You didn't intentionally cause it. So, if you've got brokenness in your body, it's okay. God's going to hold you and show you a way. But think about that car that's in the junkyard and it's broken. Most of the time, the reason those cars get in there. It's not usually due to a sudden wreck it's slow slow i guess decline due to not uh, maintaining it properly not always but a lot of times it is that's called preventive maintenance you go and get your oil change get those types of things done why because you want to protect your investment but if you don't maintain those things regularly the car wears out well your faith doesn't wear out i want you to think about that car now as your life and your faith you're it doesn't wear out, but you need preventive maintenance. That means you've got to go from time to time. You gotta have a check-in with the Lord. Gotta reevaluate each and every day. I'm not talking about losing your salvation. I'm not talking about all that stuff. I'm talking about your relationship with God and the broken state that you're in. You got to maintain that relationship. It's like a marriage or anything else. You can be married to somebody for all many years, but if you stop talking to one another, what is that? Maybe you've had a relative they hadn't seen in a long time and you never talk and don't do anything else, still related, but what is that? In a state that we are in, in 2022, there's absolutely a train wreck of brokenness in the United States of America, which is, would be a shock to the founders and the framers and all those who lay down their life for this country. We just have to admit we're broken and we have to seek the one who can heal. But that's on a national level. How about on a spiritual, personal level? So are you maintaining your walk with God? What's that mean? Do things like this. But I cannot, I'm here to to compliment the word of God, not supplement the word of God. I'm here to compliment your relationship with God. I'm not there to supplement your relationship with God because I'm not God. I'm not Jesus. Praise the Lord, I'm not. But I am the simple shepherd who will tell you you're one of his sheep and he loves you. But you have got to daily pray. All you got to do is talk to him, talk with him, be still and listen. And sometimes you don't hear his voice audibly, but you'll always hear him speak to you in his word. So you got to get the word of God in your hand. You got to have it in your hands before you can have it in your heart. You got to hold it in your hands before you can have it in your heart. And the Lord wants to hold you in all that he does for you. So I found my, I lost my spot here my train of thought is still the same you don't have to be perfect because the lord is but you can't also use that as an excuse for not doing what you should be doing in psalm 37 3 it says trust in the lord and do good dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness that's it man that's it lord doesn't want you to be careful he wants you to be thoughtful but he most of all more than anything else, he wants you to be faithful. If you're trying to if you're trying to earn your way into heaven, that ain't gonna work. Ain't gonna work. Nothing you can do. You can read good books, have good looks, and do many good works and bust the gates of hell wide open. So it's faithful that he needs you to do. So don't be so hard on yourself. He just wants you to be faithful. The next part is in verse four. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I ain't meaning, okay, we're talking about the car. Well, I want a brand new Maserati fully loaded. I want me a, a GMC Denali or whatever. And this isn't a plug for either one of those. Um, and you don't get it. Maybe I want you want a boat or a beach house. Whatever. It, that's not what it means. Until you maintain that relationship, your relationship with God, you're not going to know what desire is. You're not going to know what his desire is for your heart. Having a heart after a God, a man after God's own heart like David was, means what's important to him is important to you, and what's important to you is important to him. That's so important. So then you learn perspective. And one of the biggest problems why we're broken is because we deny that Jesus is the only one that can give us perspective to do what we need to do then in verse 5 it says and that's psalm 37 again commit your way to the lord trust in him and here's this passage, and he will act you got to trust you know whenever you get in the car with somebody you're hopefully you're trusting who the driver is if you're not driving if you don't trust him you might need to get out in the car before you go in it and maybe you shouldn't be driving if nobody trusts you love you know tell you the truth but the reality is you wouldn't want anybody to drive reckless why would you live reckless right And it says, commit your way to to the Lord and trust him, and he will act. If you'll just trust him, he's going to take care of it. Stop letting all the world try to dissect and all that stuff. I don't need to accept it. I, I mean dissect it. I just need to accept him. And trust him. He's going to take care of you. If you do that, he will act. He will act. And you need help or you wouldn't be listening to this. Look what he says in verse 6. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Now, let me explain to you. The Lord's not calling you to be self-righteous. If you are, you got to change that. He does expect you to be a righteous self. What is righteousness? Basically, it means standing in right standing with God. And only you can answer that. Are you in right standing with him? You don't get points for sitting in a pew. You don't get points for not sitting in a pew. You don't get points for how many times you read the Bible or how many do you do this or that or what good did you do? You don't do that. God doesn't keep score because the only one that matters is one, you. Anyone, everyone is someone to Jesus. And he is the one, the only one who can save us and deliver us from this ridiculousness of brokenness that we're in today. And then in verse 7, it says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Oh man, that's hard to do when you're in an emergency. It's horrible to do when you're in your emergency. There's two things. If you tell me to wait, I get impatient. You say patiently, it evens harder. I've heard people say, I don't pray for patience. I pray for patience all the time because if I didn't pray for patience, I wouldn't have it, but that's me. Well, the reality is let's step back for a minute go back to the other car. All right? We've talked about the one that's broken because of maintenance and so forth. But how about the one that's been in a car wreck? Every car has a story. Every one of them was driven by somebody. Everybody had somebody riding in it. There were laughter. There was crying. There was anger. There was sadness, grief, whatever you want to call it. All of them had been used. But then suddenly, all of a sudden, someone has a car accident. And there may be people who lost their lives or their lives have never been the same since then. And suddenly it happened. Nobody plans to have an accident. They just happen. But what do you do when it happens? Well, you buy a car now. It's got all these airbags and stuff in there and a seatbelt. You wear your seatbelt. It's the right thing to do. And you trust that the airbags are going to protect you and your family. Why? So you'll all be together. Through it all, you'll all be together. Maybe you've got a fractured uh, family whatever it could be, a relationship, something at work, or whatever. You want to all be together. You know, uh, teamwork is dream work because it's God's work in your life. But just as you choose carefully what car you're going to drive and how you get in it, and to make sure everybody's buckled in and everybody is safe, would you not want to be with eternity with them in heaven? Wouldn't you want Everybody to be together in heaven? In this world of all these theories and these, you know, shams and all this other stuff coming on, man, you don't need that junk. I say all the time, everything goes to junk if you don't have Jesus. And it's true. And sometimes everything can seem like it's going to junk when you do have Jesus. But you always got to remember, believer, you may see things from a different vantage point than a non-believer will. You have to be. Because you have the Holy Spirit of God. You have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God the Creator, God your Savior, and God your guide. The three in one, the total package. You have access to each and every one of it. But if you don't believe and you want everybody to be together, why would you not want to make sure that everybody's going to be secure, more than any seatbelt could be? Make sure you tell your family you love them. You know where they're going. You tell them all the time, you know where I'm going physically. How about spiritually? I'll tell you, you never want to have a situation at a funeral where you leave people wondering. And then life on this earth is far too precious to go wandering, meandering through it. So you're not junk. You can maintain that relationship with Jesus in a strong way. And you're not an accident. You're not an incident you are his child. Don't let anyone take that away from you. Don't let anyone in this world try to take away from you who God has created you to be. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that wonderful? In verse 7, be still, remember, before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not. Woo, that's a hard one. Fret not yourself. Over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Man, all this ridiculous stuff happening in America right now is just nothing but evil. You know, we blame everything. You know, shoot, man, the devil can just sit on a, whatever he does, sit on whatever he was doing, and just sit there and just laugh because we're doing it to ourselves. We're not maintaining that God is first. We're not preparing for the train wrecks, the accidents, for horrible when the things do come and nobody plans on. So how about you? Are you prepared for either one of those things? Remember, you may not be able to change the world even though God has created you to change the world through him and you. But you can't let the circumstances, all the accidents and wrecks and the junk of this world change you, who you are in Jesus Christ. So I just want you to know, if you don't know who he is, Buckle your seatbelts. Here's how you can know. It's easy as ABC. Nothing fancy. It's just a simple old shepherd going to point you to the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, I admit I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sin. I want to be changed from the inside out. I want a new life. And I can't do it without you, Lord. Please come into my heart and save me from myself in Jesus' name. If you said that, you're saved. But it's more than a sentence. A sentence is what you get in prison. You're on this earth to make a statement. So let someone know. Let me know. Let somebody know that you've made that decision. We'll help you get plugged in because you're created for such a time as this. So remember, you're not an accident. You're God's beloved, awesome you, the one and only. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, this is The Simple Shepherd. Thank you for being here with us today. Remember to like us and subscribe. I'd love to hear from you at pg at shepherd.com. Send me a question. Just remember, I hope you're asking and not telling me. It's a big difference, uh, and I'll do my best to respond. Uh, just so thankful for this time to be together, and so we're signing off. And remember, God is great, and he's better than that.